On this episode of the Trade Busters podcast, we will be going over the Trade Busters portfolio tracker tool. Uh, what is it? Where can you find it? First of all, if you go to the Trade Busters page, as usual, you will see, um, and that page is www.thetradebusters.com. And at the welcome page, if you go down along the left-hand side, uh, there's a link for it. It should be just under where it says expectancy. So there's, you know, Theta Engine, Bomb Shelter, Theta Engine Matrix, Expectancy Simulator, and about halfway down, Portfolio Tracker. So this link will bring you to now the Google Sheets page is called the 2023 Trade Busters Portfolio Tracker. And you will see that there is the 2022 version, which I left up there and I made a new version of 2023. Now, if those of you who have been using the portfolio tracker in the past should kind of know how to use this one. It's the same thing. I just updated the dates and um, I added some more bells and whistles. But uh, for people who are new, this is meant to be basically as, as easy to use as possible. I've, I've minimized the number of inputs required, um, but I'm going to go over every tab and now again the portfolio tracker is essentially a spreadsheet where the only inputs required are your daily account netlick and daily uh, any cash movement either a contribution you know of cash to the account or distribution if you make a withdrawal go over those in a second but what it's going to do is it's going to track your time weighted return now and i explain what that is in a moment but it's basically going to track your performance of your portfolio okay this is not a trade log this is not meant to give you individual strategies comparing return on risk return on buying power all that this is going to be purely a performance tracker this is actually you know what we use you know to track the performance of our hedge fund for example it's it's going to give you you know it's tracking what's called the nav net asset value it's just taking at a portfolio level what is the return you know of your entire portfolio everything combined um, and it's going to have graphs on there's a graph tab and it's going to graph against benchmarks of your choosing um, right now it's set to spy and qqq and there's going to be a drawdown chart and there's quarterly returns there's monthly returns as of this podcast recording today is december 27th 2022 there is also going to be sharp ratio max drawdown current drawdown correlation beta alpha um, and we'll go over those in a second. But again, the only inputs required is to once a day input the net account balance of your entire portfolio and then any cash movement, right? If it's zero, just put zero. But everything else will be essentially automatically done. The entire sheet is automated. So let's first start with uh, the 2023 um, tab on here. So you will see that uh, th there's a lot of numbers. So, you, you know, take your time to kind of get familiarized and look at the formulas and stuff. But there's two orange columns, column B for Netlick, and column R for deposits. That's the only two places you need to make any changes. Now, one thing I want to point out, I believe uh, TD Ameritrade and IB, well, IB for sure, but TD Ameritrade, I think they give you your daily statements if you want to look it up so if you ever forget to put your netlick you can just look it up and you know put, put that in i don't believe tasty works for example has a historical account balance feature 
So unfortunately, if you forget to put it in one day, you will have to put something in guess or just go from memory um, because that is required, right? So yes, it requires a daily update, but that's the only thing. And if we look at the columns here, right, it's going to calculate your daily performance. Um, it's going to have the prices, or right, column D and E. I label it as ETF, but it can be pretty much any benchmark that Yahoo Finance can pull in data from. So those are the prices. It's going to have the year-to-date return of your portfolio of the, the two benchmarks. It's going to have the monthly return of your portfolio and the benchmark. It's going to have the quarter-to-date, the quarterly return. And then one thing I want to point out right now, again, depending on when you're looking at this, um, column C, the daily return, it's going to be blank, all right, for most of them, right? Because especially right now, this is the, the new year hasn't started yet. But if you click in them, you'll see there's formulas. And the way I set this up is those values will populate automatically once the date of that row has passed. The reason for this is because when you're calculating performance metrics like Sharpe ratio, for example, that uses a daily return. And so if I had just pre-populated everything as zero, um, that's going to throw off the calculation because it uses an average daily return. So this way it only sees the daily return for the days that have actually passed. So this is, again, kind of one of those automated features. I think I left a note somewhere in the instructions, but basically you don't need to overwrite those. The only things you need to touch are the values in the orange columns, right? Netlick and deposits. Uh, monthly, year-to-date, quarter-to-date return, those should be pretty self-explanatory. Again, I, I do encourage you to look through all the variables and formulas just to familiarize yourself with how this sheet is set up. Now, on the right-hand side, uh, there's a module to calculate the drawdown, and you'll notice a term called TRR. So this is something you may not be familiar with, uh, in order to calculate drawdown, you just need to calculate the peak account balance at any given time, which is done in column U. And drawdown is always measured peak to trough. So it's just taking your account balance at any one time and comparing it as a percent relative to the previous peak. Now, if you're above that previous peak, then it's automatically going to do a zero drawdown, right? And then if you're, you know, 5%, 10% below the peak, it's going to have that drawdown. And that will automatically push over to the drawdown graph on the graphs tab. The reason there's a, something called TRR is because when you add or take out money, for one, it's going to throw off the account balance in terms of the peak. Like let's say you, you know, had 100000 at the peak and then you took out $10,000 and now you're at ninety. Well, you didn't lose 10%, right? You just took out 10000 And so there's something called TRR, which stands for Track Record Representative, and it's a dummy account you see that it starts at 100,000. And what that does, it, it applies the daily return as a percent to modify that 100,000. So regardless of whether or not you take money out or put money in, that 100,000 balance, that dummy account balance will use percent returns to essentially alter that amount. And so you get an accurate drawdown and peak representation, which brings us back to what's called a time-weighted return you'll see in column C, the formula for the daily return. It's a pretty standard one. You'll see, you know, for example, uh, ending balance minus uh, beginning balance, which is, in this case, is the daily return. So beginning balance is just the day prior, right? So ending balance today 
minus yesterday's balance divided by yesterday's balance, a very standard percent differential formula. But you notice there's one more item, which there's a subtraction, which is subtracting column R, which is the deposit. So all that does is from each day, it calculates a daily return of your portfolio accounting for any money movement. And from that simple setup, that will drive the rest of the sheet, right? You get a normalized time. It's called time-weighted because it's weighting each time period, in this case, each day, as a distinct period, and it's getting a return that is adjusted for that deposit, right? And then using that daily time with a return, you can do the month-to-date, year-to-date, quarter-to-date, all of that. Um, so that's the numbers. Let's look at the dashboard tab. This has um, a few places where you can, so you'll see that uh, benchmark one, benchmark two, you can change those symbols and that will change the benchmarks. Uh, use whatever symbols that Yahoo Finance can pull or Google Finance, I guess. Um, you could you know, put other ETFs, you could put you know, the index, SPX. I think the symbol is actually like .inx. You have to look that up. Or maybe I'll make a little instruction sheet with all the different less known benchmarks. Uh, there's a note here that says the alpha, the beta correlation. They will be calculated with respect to benchmark one. Right, so benchmark two will have the graph, but it won't be benchmarked against as far as those performance metrics. Risk-free rate, this is used to calculate sharp. I think alpha as well. Um, I typically use like the six month or the one year treasury. Um, there's a link here, ustreasuryyieldcurve.com. You can go there, look up what the six month and one year are, just put in, put it in as a percent. So if risk-free rate is 5%, type 5%, I think right now I have a set at that. Uh, below that, you don't have to touch these. These are used to calculate. Um, so daily RFR, daily risk-free rate, it just takes the annual one and just uncompounds it to like a daily rate. Um, and there's a little widget here that says how many trading days we have in a given year, what trading day we're at. Uh, these are essentially used to calculate um, the year-to-date um, is it the sharp 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 uses a daily return the correlation and beta let me check one thing real quick oh the alpha okay so the formula for alpha we'll, we'll head over there in a second but alpha calculates your current year-to-date return subtracts out the year-to-date risk-free rate and does some calculations but it needs that current year-to-date rate which is why we have that math on the dashboard tab and then that's what all that there is for under instructions should be pretty straightforward. Uh, you can basically make a copy of this and save it for personal use. And what that does is, again, allows you to just to paste in your numbers from your Netlick and your deposits. Now, if you're starting fresh, just download it and start using it. The reason why um, you may want to save a copy in the future is I may occasionally update this or add more bells and whistles. So if you have your personal copy and you have your data from your Netlick and deposits and you need to start over or I say, hey, there's a there's a new update with new bells and whistles, you can, of course, just try to incorporate. I, I try to make this modular. So if there's some formula or some widget, you can just add it in. But in case you don't want to mess with that, you can download a whole new set, all of this stuff here from scratch and just paste in the data that you've been populating, right? That's why I made it so modular so that the only input you need 
is those two columns on the 2023 tab. And I think it says here, yeah, when you're importing the Netlick, you're gonna, okay, so this is one thing to mention. Let's go back to 2023 tab real quick. You'll notice that in column B, um, each cell just refers to the one above, and this just makes it so it's like a static number. When you type in a new Netlick, just, just type it in. You, that's the only formula you're gonna overwrite. And the, any other cell that's not orange, you don't want to overwrite anything. But in the orange cell, just overwrite the net lick for that day when you're updating this. Let's go back to instructions. Um, so cash deposits, a deposit will be a positive number. Withdrawal will be entered as a negative number. Graphs are automatically generated. And I made a note again, column C, these will auto populate each day. So do not overwrite the formula in those cells. 2022 tab is just last year's. I think I have some dummy info in there if you want to see how that looks. Um, test data. Right now, you know, the graphs are going to look like just flat lines. All of the sharp correlation beta are like there's errors because it's like divided by zero. There's no data right now. So if you want to pop in some test data just to see what it looks like, um, there's a random number generator. Um, if you want the numbers to change, click in any blank cell and just like hit the delete key on your keyboard and that will actually force the random number generators to rerun then take that netlick data um i think you want the daily percent you want to copy the daily percent the netlick and column c's for deposit if you, if you want to simulate deposit it's not really that important but if you copy those two in you can just get the graphs to do something and, and see if the formulas and, and see how they're working. So going back to the graphs tab again, all of these three graphs will update automatically as the year goes on and you're adding data day by day. The sharp max drawdown, current drawdown, correlation, beta, alpha, those again will be calculated automatically and will be benchmarked to whatever you have as benchmark one. The green cells on the left, the A2 on the graph tab, that is just your current Netlick, I believe. And then the return is your current total year-to-date return. I haven't um, thought of much else to put on here. As you guys are using this, if you have some ideas or suggestions for like what you want to see on a day-to-day -day basis, like at a glance beyond what's here, please let me know. Um, Again, the way I've set this up, it's very easy for me to just add in or implement other features. And then once it's there, you know, you just save the whole sheet, paste in your data, and you're good to go. Um, so that's all I got for how to use this, um, where to find it. Hopefully you guys get a kick out of this. I know um, some people have been using this already since last year and were happy with it. And so I was excited to kind of put this out. I tweeted about this um, a couple weeks ago, and I promised I would get an episode out about how to use this for 2023. So there you have it, the 2023 Tradebusters Portfolio Tracker. This will be probably the last episode of the year because um, my end of Q4 episode probably won't come out until early January. So hopefully you guys have a or had a good year, and we're looking forward to more of the same. So as always, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also visit my trading page at www.thetradebusters.com where you'll find all of the strategy mechanics, trade logs, as well as various essays I've written and other podcasts I recommend. 
finally, you can follow me on Twitter at the Trade Buster. That's it for today. Thank you all for listening. Happy New Year, and I will see you guys next time.